to Inner Bloom, a podcast about how to live a happier, healthier, more harmonious life as you learn how to work with the universe, reconnect with your intuition, and bloom from within. I'm Alexa, a writer, producer, and EFT practitioner with a passion for all things metaphysical. And with me is my friend and co-host, Ambie. I'm Ambie, a physical therapy assistant, mom of three, an intuitive medium who has been communicating with the spirit world since the age of five. Some might call it woo-woo, but from our perspective, anything is possible, and we intend to normalize the abnormal by sharing our own life experiences as well as intuitive insights, channeled material, wisdom from special guests, and any other resources we believe will help our souls expand and thrive. Hello, everybody. It is me, Ambrosia Matthews, <laughs> back again it is with me. Inner Bloom and my bestie, Alexa Hauser. What up? There you go. Good evening, y'all. Good evening, y'all. Did I sound like that? Is no, that, that was just like? me. That was just oh. my edition. I've been with my friend from California all day, and I've been hyper aware of how people from Virginia talk. How do you guys talk? Because every time, well, it's like a little Southern twang. So like everybody's like, oh, thanks y'all or uh, darling or. That's so cute. By the uh, end of our, by the end of our retreat in Austin, like everyone was saying that. I love that. Y'all. Yeah. Yeah. I was, I was like hyper aware. I was like, oh my God, what's happening? Are you excited for our trip tomorrow? I'm so excited. We're going to Denver tomorrow. Um, we're both – you haven't been, right? I've never been. I've never been either to Colorado, and I'm so excited because it's one of the places, like, for me that's been on my list for a while, and we're going for a retreat tomorrow. Um, Andy, have you packed? Um, you know I haven't packed. <laughs> you are setting me up right now because you know I haven't packed. Well, thanks for blowing up my spot. I was trying to lead into that naturally, but okay, I guess that's what's happening now. We're just going to hang each other out to dry. <laughs> All right. You do know we're doing a podcast, right? <laughs> nope. I had no idea. Um, like, you already know I have a bath, you bitch. <laughs> trying to embarrass me. <laughs> Don't try to call me out on blast. I'm gonna call like, no, you I'm out not. on blast. You're embarrassing me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right before no. we got it. Go ahead. I was gonna say I like to wait until the very last pot. I'm not even joking. Being very serious, I like to wait until I, the very last minute to pack. I just imagine you just just scooping out your drawer and just like putting it in your suitcase and closing it, like not even looking what's in there. Um, I did do? do that for the first retreat for the first, first retreat I did. Um, I genuinely did. And I didn't bring a shirt to wear. So oh, yeah. that was fun. Yeah. Okay, yep, I forgot a shirt. I had two pairs of pants for like four days and no shirt. So I had to buy a shirt when I got there. <laughs> I think that was just an excuse for you to buy a shirt. Buy a I do love to buy things. I do look for excuses. Well, How is your packing going? Um, well, I've been packing all day and I'm still not done. So that should tell you something. We were talking about, Ambie and I 
before since the, the whole thing's blown now earlier before we started recording we were talking about Amy's like oh I haven't even started yet and I was like well I've been packing all day and I'm still not done and she's like that I think that really says something about our personalities because uh <laughs> what did you say I said I was I'm always like um last minute like unprepared and you're over prepared and so it balances Thinking way each other too much out. about it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and I'm like, it'll all work out. I'll just buy new things. Yeah, Jesus. man, I wish I was that chill when I travel. Uh, <laughs> hi, Heather. Hi, Lisa. Hi, who else? Jamie. Jamie says, hey, if you guys ever want a crazy adventure, you can come to Ar- Wait, Arkansas or Alaska. What's AK? Oh, I think that's Alaska. Oh, yeah, no. Alaska. Random thought, but seeing Alaska is on everyone's bucket list, right? Oh, totally. We had like a Lyft driver when we were in Austin that was telling us she lived in Alaska and it was like the best experience of her life. So I'm down to It just to go to sounds Alaska. cold. It sounds super cold to me. I'm not going to lie to you. It sounds cold, but I'm still down to see it. So there are a few on, places. Jamie. What's that the, with the northern lights? Yeah, um, Iceland. That? Iceland. Very cold, you know. Yeah, I've met my husband wants to stay in that ice hotel. Yeah, no, I'm I'm good. There's a lot of heat technology these days that will make it much. uh, You you just need the right. Listen, this is this is what I've learned from my partner. If I've learned anything from him, you just need the right equipment or tools, and you can do anything as long as you have like the right coat. You're you're fine. The cold doesn't even matter. Dude, I've seen a documentary on that place, and you sleep on a block of ice. Lisa said, I think Alaska is warmer than Michigan right now. Jamie said, 24 hours of sunshine in the summer. Oh, she said, we get beautiful auroras here. The ice hotel is only 50 minutes from my house, actually. Well, that is wonderful. That's pretty cool. Next retreat, Alaska. (sighs) Just kidding. Not yet. Not yet. In the summer. Yeah. Alaska in the summer. Um, (laughs) Yeah. So, Ambie, what are we doing today for... I had the great idea. What what was that? What's the comment? I see Jamie your face. said, you're served martinis in ice glasses. Nice. Yeah, everything's in ice. Oh, it's like so cold. Okay. Um. Anyway, I had the great idea of playing a game. Let's play Never Have I Ever and like kick it old school style. <laughs> we're sitting here. We're like, what should we do today? We're talking about what all these serious topics. About? And then we're like let's do something fun. And Ambie goes, I know, I know something that popped in my head. I'm like, what? She goes, we should play Never Have I Ever. And immediately I'm like, no, no. First of all, <laughs> I'm terrible at this game in general. Second of all, it always leads to something crazy sexual. Third of all, people's feelings always get hurt. Five, I can never, th- I skip right to five. Five, I can never think of anything. And then I'm like, so you tell me. You go. Like, give me your first one. So what's your first one? Okay, so it can't be set. Okay, so what I want to say is a couple of things. One, if you have a question for us, type it in, and we will interact with you and answer very honestly. it's kind of like an AMA. It's like an AMA. Yep, ask me anything. Yep. I like that better. So feel free to ask your questions. And if you're hearing this on the podcast, feel free to email us your questions, and we'll get back to you on what your questions are for us. So it can't be sexual, though. We will not do sexual <laughs> topics. When it's when we qualify it as an AMA, it sounds really weird when you say that it can't be sexual. It it's can't like, be why sexual. You- AMA. 
Okay. You like my sexy wink? I didn't see it because I'm busy editing our description. Anyway, go ahead. You're asking the first question. Okay. Um, Never have I ever bungee jumped or had the urge to bungee jump. (laughs) Okay. I've never bungee jumped. Um, I really don't know because I used to be really terrified of anything with heights, like absolutely terrified. Even being in a plane scared the absolute, like scared the shit out of me. But ever since, uh, like getting on this path, I don't, I know people don't like what I say, like when I woke up or whatever, but when I did have my awakening, I'm going to say it. So suck it. Say it. So suck it. Suck it. Um, it did really change the way I saw like fear and things that, because for example, like skydiving, my mom jumped out of a plane when she was like 25 for a news story. Okay. So I was always like, I could never do that. But now I'm like, Ooh, but I want to do that. And I think because I'm, I have an understanding of what happens after we die or the understanding that we don't die, I think I could do it. So I have never bungee jumped, but I think that I might bungee jump in the right condition. That's my answer. You wouldn't do it? I have no desire to bend you jump. Like, it's not something that I want to do. It's not something that I would do. I would need to be pushed off of the ledge because yeah. I don't oh, like Oh, I would heights. love to push you. I would love to okay. push Okay, hey, that's rude. <laughs> that's real rude. I don't even know how to say it. I don't no. know where to go with this. No, no, no. I would love to push your ass off a bridge. No, 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 like, no. That's... No, no, no. It's not rude. It's it's a gift. How is... It's, it's a, a gift? gift? Yeah, yeah. I because, would... because hold on. You're saying you would need okay. to be pushed off, meaning like you want to do it, but you couldn't bring yourself to jump. And I would push you just like I push you in life. Okay. Okay. Be a gift. Um, I'm not going around any bridges with you. Okay. But I mean that with love. Okay. No, I'm kidding. Um, have you seen that video of that older lady skydiving and she like falls out of the sky, the the sack? The sack? You mean the uh, parachute? Yeah, like the thing. <laughs> no. it, she looks like a sack. No. Is what it no, looks like. No. Oh my God. You guys check that. out this video. It's bananas. She's trying to tell the guy. She, so she's tandem and she's got a guy on her back. And she's trying to tell him like, like, no, 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 going out of the plane. And he thinks she's just scared. So he grabs her arms and holds them around her body. Right. And he jumps and her harness is actually loose and it comes up and her whole, like literally she's holding on to her harness. It's off her pants. It's by her <laughs> knees. I mean, her pants are down. Her shirt <laughs> is up. You see all her skin. Hey, this is not, we said nothing sexual. That is not sexual. That is terrifying. <laughs> Oh my God. The guy was crying on the ground. She was crying on the ground. It's got to be terrifying. That's okay. Terrifying. Anyway. Okay. Your question for Serena, me. Serena. go off on tangents. Serena says, I love you both. Happy full moon. Happy full moon. Happy full moon. Yeah. Happy full moon, everybody. What it's are you really, This is a really power. Guess what? This full moon is in Taurus. This is like my full moon. That's my, what oh, am I manifesting? Exciting. Yeah. What do you mean? A really awesome trip to Denver. Um, okay. Have you ever Okay. <laughs> never have I ever been in a fight. <laughs> this is how you play the game, Ambi. This okay, is how you, you know play what? it. You're fucking rude because you know that I've been in a fight. Yes, I have been in a physical altercation many times. Yes. Many times. How many? Many times. times. How many times? Three. Three, Three or four. Three or four. 
Okay. I used to want to be in one when I was – this is so – I don't know why. I used to tell why? people that too. I'd be like, you know what I really want to do? I want to be in one real fist fight. Oh, I'd be like, Jesus. why? I'd be like, I just – I think I could, you know. I was just, just such a – It just really depends upon the size and the yeah. skill set of the other human being. I was in middle school my first fight, so everybody was pretty evenly matched, pretty evenly sized. I just she can't braces. imagine that. I just can't. for her. Oh. Yeah. You won? I do feel bad about that. Huh? You won? I don't. We got pulled off of each other. Wait, here's a question. Here's a question yeah. about fighting. Okay. Okay. Because I listened to the Dak Shepard podcast. I fucking love him so much. But anyway, I listened to his podcast. And he this talks- podcast is being sponsored by. No, I'm yeah, this joking. podcast is sponsored by Dak Shepard's podcast. Um, <laughs> that would be nice, actually. <laughs> That would Let's be nice. look into that. Um, no, so Dax uh, Shepard talks about how, like, he grew up in a t- in an area where, like, people would just come out of nowhere, especially for, like, the guys in the area. They would just come out of nowhere and, like, beat your ass. And, like, if you didn't fight back or if you didn't, like, show that you were strong enough, they would just, like, tear you apart every day. And so he was saying, like, his – he was talking to some other celebrity about like raising his, the other celebrity's son. And they were talking about how their son was like being bullied. And the celebrity was like, well, I just told him to leave him alone. Like just ignore them or something. And he was talking about like, well, like, don't you think that like you, that he needs to stand up for himself. And so there's this really interesting thing about like, do you think it's, uh, do you think fighting is like something that you should do to like, if you're being picked on to like prove that you to leave you alone, right? Or prove that you're standing up for yourself or how, what's your perspective on fighting now that you've been in them? Um, my perspective on them is actually, um, so give you guys a little bit of history in the sixth grade. I was tormented. Like I was very much bullied physically. I got beat up, um, like actually physically beat up by like four or five girls at one time. So I basically got jumped um, at the bus stop quite often, quite often when I was in the sixth grade. Um, So in the summer of the sixth grade, going into the seventh grade, we moved from New Mexico to California. So I guess I, I went from the extreme bullying to a new place where nobody knew me, nobody knew my past, nobody knew that I was getting picked on, nothing like that, to the first time somebody tried to pick on me, I beat the hell out of them, basically. And I literally, no exaggeration, slammed her up against a locker and just started wailing on her because I wasn't going to get beat up again. So my view on that is there needs to be some kind of intervention. There needed, my mom did the best she could. She thought moving me was going to help me. But honestly, what really the advice that she gave me was, and I'm not exaggerating. I wish I was curl up in a ball until they stop hitting you. It's not a bear lady. It's not a bear. They are aware that I am not dead. Yeah. So my mother was of the mindset of like, don't fight back under any circumstances. I am not that same mindset. I, My kids, I've always taught them to stand up for people that can't stand up for themselves. And that goes with standing up for yourself. If you get picked on, you have my permission to stand up for yourself. And if it comes to a physical altercation, then be prepared to get hit. Hitting, get, if you've ever been hit in the face, it hurts very badly. I remember one time someone slammed my head into her knee 
and I saw stars, like literal stars, like really dizzy. Yeah, it was, it's pretty wild. Um, Anywho, nonetheless, um, so my kids are of the mindset of like, don't start a fight, don't finish the fight, but like defend yourself. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. Um, Bryn, I actually have a funny story to lighten the mood a little bit. So (laughs) Bryn went to Chick-fil-A with my mom. And she came back and told me about how this boy was picking on all of the girls in the Chick-fil-A play area. So she decided to hit this kid repeatedly and all the girls were hiding behind her. Well, come to find out when I started to ask questions about what happened, my daughter is seven. This child was about four. And he wanted to talk to all the girls. He wasn't actually hitting anybody. Oh, my God. So we had to have a conversation about being a bully and that it's not okay. And size matters, right? Um, So that was interesting because she, I don't know if she, I guess she thought she was defending them, but it turns out she was just beating up a little kid. She was being the bully. And she was being the bully. And she felt bad about that. But Interesting. perspective perspective it's all about perspective baby okay you ready for your question i'm ready hit me okay i mean oh my god (laughs) okay you ready no i'm kidding i'm totally kidding i would not i don't want to physically fight anybody and i'm like five foot nothing i'm not gonna fight anybody me too um okay anyway we're going to your question now. So never have I ever been involved in celebrity drama. This is, this is stupid. No, it's not. Stupid. You just don't want to talk about it. No, it's fine. This is just, oh, God. Okay. <laughs> um, okay. okay. Okay, yeah. So so now you're seeing how the game is played. Okay. Now I see. I thought we were going to like be easy with each other. After, and this, like we're being, after this we're being okay, easy. Okay. Okay. Actually, what I really want to hear about yeah. is the juiciest celebrity gossip that you have. I don't have any anymore. Nothing? I don't pay attention. No, I, I meant like when you were in that world. But I can't even rem- – that's the thing. I can't even remember because it changes so frequently. Like I cannot remember what – and even if I knew now, it wouldn't be juicy by today's standards. Back then it was probably so juicy. But like it was like 10 years ago. That's Someone being like. gay was like super juicy back then. Now it's like everybody's gay. Like whatever. What about like a breakup that you knew happened before it happened? I literally can't remember. I'm telling you, news – it would be like tell, saying, like, Ambie, what was, like, the hottest news story of 2010? You don't know. Like, what was on, like, the news then? What was the craziest, like, fire that happened? You don't know. What was the craziest fire that happened? The I don't know. craziest local All right. All right. Go ahead and tell your story then. Ugh. Um, Ugh. I, I'm just trying to think of, like, a way to tell it shortly. So, basically, when it – what year was it? 2012, I think it was. I had a company and with my best friend, and we um, made like festival clothing and T-shirts for like the dance music industry. And we also had like a custom direct-to-garment printer, so we could print custom shirts. And we, um, one of our friends, was going to a Taylor Swift concert, and he sent us a uh, like a. A JPEG of like a shirt that he wanted us to make and print in a few different colors for him for all of his friends to go. Um, he and his friends to go. 
And the shirt, like the image was basically like that Helvetica trend you've seen, like they, they make these shirts all the time with different things. So it's like, it's like, so anyway, the, the, it's like all of her boyfriends, her ex-boyfriends last names in a, in a row in the Helvetica font with like, and at the end. So it would be like Jonas and like Till and Lautner and like, Mm. it's that style. So we, it, at the time, that was so trendy. So we were like, this is really funny. Like, totally, we'll print these for you. So we print them. And it was just a custom order. Like, we weren't putting them on our website or anything. We just made them. And I thought it would be a good use of our social media to post a picture of these shirts that we just made and say, hey, we do customs, just so you know. You know, like, we also do this, too, in addition to selling what we sell. So I put it on our Instagram. And, like, it didn't even get any, like, it got no traction. And I was, like, disappointed because I'm, like, this is like, this is funny. Like people should think this, this is, is really gold. funny. Yeah, this is common yeah. gold right here. Nobody's appreciating this shit. So I'm just like, whatever. And then I forget about it. And then cut to 24 hours later, I'm like going to, me and my partner are going to bed and we like turn off the lights and I put my phone, we put our phones to like the side and all of a sudden my phone starts ringing off the hook. Like, bzz, 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 and I look and it's a number I don't know. And I'm like, oh, it's just like spam. Hang up. New number. Bzz, bzz, bzz. This goes on all night. I end up turning off my phone because I don't know what's going on. But when I wake up in the morning and I turn on my phone, I have like 50 voicemails, like 150 emails, like um, like every single communication possible is just like blown up and it's not stopping. And now when I turn my phone on, my phone is like dying because it's like ringing off the hook so much. And basically oh, what shit. happened was Taylor Swift's fan base saw this picture and became enraged that we were dissing her or making fun of her um, dating history. And they found my number on our website um, because at the time, like, we were just using my phone as, like, customer service because, like, I don't know, we were just, like, a small, like, startup. It wasn't – I don't know. We just weren't thinking. And they got my number and they posted it everywhere – and Jesus. so, like, 7 million of her fans are, like, posting this shit ever. They're taking pictures of, like, me and my best friend and posting them on, like, Taylor Swift fan sites or, like, harass these girls, like, take them down, like, burn down their store. They thought our store was physical. It was an online store. They had no idea what they were doing. But anyway, they start leaving That's us voicemails, like, 13-year-old, like, voicemails, like, screaming at us. Like, I still have some of them saying, like, crazy things that you're like, these are 13-year-old girls saying this. What the fuck? So, um, then we were like, well, this is crazy. Like her fan base is insane. So, um, and I think at first we actually felt really, um, scared. We were like, oh no, like we pissed everybody off. But then somebody, I forget who it was. I really have to thank this person. They messaged me and they go, cause they saw what was happening and they go, you're going to put this shirt up for sale. Right. I was like, no, I couldn't do that. Like that would just stoke the fire. They're like, if you don't put this shirt up for sale, you are missing out on like the biggest opportunity of your life. And I was like, and we thought about it and then we decided to put it up and we put like a press release out and we're like, well, since we like don't condone bullying or whatever, like, and this shirt was all in fun and it was a gift for someone, we're actually going to put this up for sale because we're not going to like give into the pressure of these like 13 year old crazy girls. We put the shirt up for sale and every, all of a sudden every news outlet picked it up, picked up the story of these girls, like Taylor Swift fan base going crazy and um, we were on, like, Perez Hilton, E! Online, uh, CNBC, like, every every new publication. You, I, we were on, like, the radio stations in L.A., like, KROQ, like, 
everything. And overnight, we made like $15,000 in a week because of all this crash. Like we went viral, completely viral. And, uh, and yeah, that's, uh, that's what happened. It's a good story. Yep. It's my experience with Taylor Swift's fans. And they've done the similar things since. They're, they're like infamous fans, you know? They, they're Swifties. They, Swifties. They can take, take shit down or build you up. Crazy. However you want to see it. Crazy peeps. Yeah. Hi, Justine. Do we have any questions? No. If you guys have questions, ask them. All right. Hi, What's Courtney? your question to me? Hi, everybody. Um. Oh, God. Okay. How high can I get my voice? Hi, everybody. Oh, this is why I hate this game. Have you ever um, streaked? I don't think so. No, I've been skinny dipping in a public pool. Oh. When I was too old that. to go skinny dipping, to be honest with you. Too old. How old yeah. were you? Like, so my body, let's talk about this real fast. You guys have to understand I had my kid pretty young. And when I had my first child, I gained 100 pounds. So really the peak of my height, of my hotness was 18. <laughs> okay. Height. Everything from there has been like stretch marks and blue skin. So... I went, so I went skinny dipping with the stretch marks and loose skin. Um, so I truly have like no filter of fucks given. Um, I don't know. I think it was like 22, 23. Oh, what do you mean? That's too old to go skinny. No, dipping? I mean, what just for like about? the, like the way that you're like, out there and you're 50 years old, you can go skinny dipping. You can go streaking. You're never too old. You know what? You 90 year olds, you Fuck go skinny dipping. Fuck the man. Free the nipple. I'm so sick of this. Oh, serious. Oh my God. Today I tried on a shirt that okay. was so pretty. Hold on. I really, this is like important. I tried this on a shirt exciting. today. I tried on a shirt today that I ordered okay. and it was so pretty. It was like this really pretty color. It's really pretty cut. And the material was like, it's like, it's like spandexy kind of. So you can very clearly see like my nipples and the out shape, the shape of like my boobs. Right. Because we all have them. Right. Like that's, well, men have yeah. nipples too. Men do have nipples. Go ahead. Yeah. So I'm sitting there going, well, I clearly can't wear this because like there – and then I was thinking, well, you could wear it, but you'd have to get a very specific bra for this. I'm like, so I need to get another garment to wear under this garment because I'm not – and no one's allowed to see the outline of my nipples. What the fuck? Men can do it. They can totally – you can – they're just totally I don't able to see think, their nipples. But I don't think – okay, here. Let me, let me be the counter to this. No. Oh, I'm being the counter. <laughs> so I don't think men nipples are attractive. I, I don't do. think I don't think female nipples are attractive. Like I just don't think nipples are attractive. And personally, <laughs> like when someone wears their shirt, I don't want to see them. I don't. Like get <laughs> oh your nipples God, under you control. Really triggered by me. <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> I've never seen your nipple, truly. Oh, okay, okay. I've never paid attention that much, but I'm okay, going okay. to tomorrow. When I fucking see you, that's okay. probably all I'm going to be doing is staring no, no. at your damn nipples. No, now. no. <laughs> but I'm just saying, like, it's – no, but you know why it is? It's because, like, women are, like, sexualized in that way and men are not. Yeah. But it's the same yeah. exact thing, but it's just, like – it's crazy that, like, I have to worry about another – like, I have to go out and, like, purchase another garment just so, like, you can feel comfortable with me. That's just yeah. bullshit. I'm over yeah. it. Free the nipple. Well, look at look at Billie Eilish. 
She was 16 she when she came out with this song that's super sexual. That's and there right. have been a lot of um, bad guy. Yeah. And there have been a lot of other, there have been a lot of other artists that have been super young as well. But like, let's think about this real quick. You are literally, and we're saying like gymnastics, ice skating, different sports like this, we're saying the peak of physical fitness, the peak of like sexuality in a woman's body is 16 and 17. Mm -hmm. Really? Like that's, that's what the, that's a message that we want to share with people is like a child. Yeah. Sexy part. Of course. Cause that's like what our society is based on. I'm not saying support it. I'm saying like, yeah, like look at our society. It's all like, it's like, that's what I'm saying. Nation. Like how is dad bought a thing, but mom bods not. Oh, you can definitely make mom bod a thing. Oh, I'm making mom bod a thing. And look, I got do everybody it. look online. Hold on. I'm going to show you guys real I fast. If you're on no Facebook, nudity. look, no nudity. I've got mom jeans. Okay. Oh, <laughs> I wasn't sure jeans? what was about to happen there. <laughs> I'm going to take off my <laughs> pants. Like, Stay look, tuned to look. the for the YouTube. <laughs> no. Wait, what are they mom showed jeans? just like got X-rated. So they, yeah, they're high-waisted pants. And my friend that's visiting from California was like, no, you should try these on. And I was like, fucking mom jeans. All right. I guess I will because they're trendy. And I put them on and it like sucks your stomach in. And I was yeah, like, they're my favorite oh, jeans. Shit. I didn't know those were and called then it, mom like, jeans. They're called mom jeans. And then it like makes your ass look cute. And I was like, oh, yeah. okay. You guys won me over with the high-waisted jeans. Apple so. bottom jeans, boots with the, boots with yeah. the fur. And I have all of those things today. Keep going. <laughs> you have the boots with the fur. Yeah. Um. Oh my god. I used to wear those like low rise jeans. Ugh. I you, hate yeah. them now. And now that my high rise jeans are the best. They're <laughs> awesome. Heath said I was getting scared where that was about to go. <laughs> too. You were getting scared. No. Not no, like no, excited. No. 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 no you know what? <laughs> Fuck it. Okay. Fuck the whole show. No. No. no I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Courtney says, me too, Ambie. I have two kids. Justine said, my husband said there's no such thing as a mom bod, but a MILF bod. I'll take a MILF bod. Yeah. That's cool. But like, but here's my thing is that women are expected, we are expected to be a size zero. Double zero is a thing. It's a real thing. Or like, I like to be referring to it as skinny as fuck. Oh my God. Um, (laughs) zero after we have a child and our hips are just wider. It just happens. Yeah. Me and but my- dads can walk around with beer bellies and that's hot. Keep going. But that, I think that's also determined by like you, like by yeah. women. Cause I like, never thought a dad Bob was hot. Well, then who's saying it's hot? I was on a magazine. And, so like, you believe them? Ago. No. Aquaman's hot. Have you seen his body? <laughs> Jason Momoa, if you're listening to this. If you're listening to this, then we I should, approve. There's you approve. Yeah. He needs my approval. The milk so approves. I approve. <laughs> yeah, Jason We're trying to cool. run a serious show here. Okay. Not really. <clears throat> What's your next question? No, that went out the window like Wait, a I already ago. asked you. Did you go Oh, to was that? that? What yeah. was the question? Streaking. Streaking. Oh, it's my turn to ask you. Okay. Um, what's a question that I want to ask you? I'm wondering okay. if there's anything you don't know about me right now. Well, no, no, no. It's more of like, what would you do kind of questions, okay. actually. So if you had 24 hours to live, what would you do? Oh, my God. 
Um, is my is like are there time are there constraints on me? No constraints. Like any no re- I, like anything. I could pay for anything. Whatever you wanted to do. I would immediately hire a pi- get a pi- pri- private jet. Okay. And go to um wait 24 hours shit the plane ride there would be like okay you have a week you have a week okay cool 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 yeah I'd immediately get a private jet I get like my best friends like my partner all the people I love the most parents and then I'd go travel to all the places like Bali Thailand Australia um Greece um, like just not just traveling, hopping on and off this jet and just going to all the places and just like making that. I mean, there's like literally it's, that's it. There's nothing else I would want to do except travel and be with the people I love and just see beautiful things. That's it. Mm, that's nice. I love that. What would you do? What would I do? <sighs> what You know what's really interesting that I never thought like this would come up is see the Great Wall of China. Oh, that's coming up. Very strange. Um, I would in a past life. Maybe who knows? Maybe so. But I I just envision like doing something crazy, like something that I'm afraid of. And the Great Wall of China represents like heights, which represent fear to me. Oh, I don't even. Would know you let me think. push you off a cliff? Probably, yeah. Because like, what do I have to look forward to? You know, I'm going to die anyway. So it's like, fuck it. Go for it. That's the last thing on the list, though. That's the last in case you have a heart attack. Yeah, just in case. (laughs) Courtney said, I like thicker bodies. LOL. I am naturally small, though. I almost miss when I weighed more. Well, dang it. Never I, like everybody wants something different, which is really interesting. no. It's true. You always want yeah. the thing you don't have. I mm-hmm. actually think it's really going back to bodies for a second. I actually think it's pretty fascinating that I think I was who was I saying this to, but it's like think about like even really like five years ago, but now more like ten years ago, five ten years ago, the like standard for women's beauty was like a stick model, Paris Hilton, right? Mm-hmm. Paris Hilton. Mm-hmm. Now it's Kardashian. Which is yeah. like it used to be like this, and now it's like, like yeah. that. And it's pretty like everything's like super voluptuous, and the lips are super, like everything is yeah, everything's big bigger. and yeah, everything except bigger. the waist. The waist still has to be tiny. Yeah. Waist is small and it curves out, kicking. I don't think about sticking. About sticking. <laughs> you ain't everything. My sister can't resist her. A fun fact. At my bat mitzvah, we had a uh, music video room where you could, like, record your own music video, and they, they would make a music That's video, fun. and me and my two best friends, we did Baby Got Back, because that was the only song you ever were to. Baby, That's in a my, good like, one. In my, like, princess dress. It's really funny. Can you post that video online? I don't have to it, unfortunately. Uh. But my bat mitzvah theme was Hollywood, and it had, like, my name in, like, lights, you know? It was, Alexa. Oh, and every cute. table was a different movie, and um, my I gave out these mugs that had like at like directors slates on them. Like, oh yeah, yeah. It's so funny. My uncle who lives in Florida, he goes, he goes, Alexa. I just want to let you know that we think about your bat mitzvah, you know, every other week at least because the mugs in the rotation, like <laughs> in the rotation, and they're always like, ah, oh, what a good party. <laughs> So. That's adorable. I love that. That's super cute. Super cute. Yeah. All right. One more question each. All right. Courtney said, I just listened to that song yesterday. Wait, what time is it? 
Does it anyone is, is anyone watching have a question? I feel like is it anyone would be more watching? Fun if, yeah, people, a lot of people are watching. Hey. Hey. Anyone watching, ask us a question. I think it would be funner from you guys. Um, okay, let me see if I can. I'm so bad at asking questions. I didn't miss that. Now I have that song in my head. It's unfortunate. Uh, what is something that you wish you could do over? What is something I wish I could do over? That's yeah. a good question. I like that one. Oh... I have a lot of things coming in my head. I'll tell you. It's a hard question. You know what? I wouldn't want to change anything big because I wouldn't want, I, I still, I like my life. I really like my life. I really like all of the aspects in my life right now. And I would be afraid to fuck it up if I change something big. But there is this one moment that I do regret pretty badly. So if she's listening and I have apologized to her face, I was like 16 or 17 and I was, I'm just going to preface this with, I had no filter even worse than I do now. And I was kind of a bitch. So one of the girls from my high school got pregnant and she was so beautiful, so pretty. And, um, I ran it. I saw her, um, right before she delivered and she was so pretty and I was just naive and thought like, Oh, this is what happens when you get pregnant. You get stretch marks and fat feet and stuff. Cause I saw it on movies. Right. And so she didn't have either of those things, but I was like, Oh my God, I think I see a stretch mark for me. look at that. You're so big. And I was just like such a bitch. And I do, that is like one of the big regrets that I have was just like being so mean and then not even realizing it until probably an hour later when my friend was like, what the fuck, man? And called me out on it. And I was like, oh, my God. I did apologize later, um, like but 15 years later to her face. But what still. did she say? She was like, oh, my God, I don't even remember that. And I was like, well, I do. Yeah. And I harp on it a lot. So I just wanted Is to let you know that I'm really sorry. Isn't that interesting? I honestly feel like that's pretty standard. Like a lot of the time we remember these things, like horrible things we said and did and whatever. And the person literally like either blocked it out or didn't even really pick it up that way or whatever. And mm -hmm. it hurts so much more for us. Like when we make it a big thing, we're like, oh, my God, that person hates me or that must have – not that words can't hurt and not that actions can't hurt and that they didn't, maybe it did hurt in the moment, but that person actually like was way less attached to it than you were, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Really interesting. I do have a funny story that I'd like to share. Okay. Okay. If we don't have any questions. Someone did ask us a question. Okay. Ask then, then go ahead. But I feel like, I feel like. I was vamping. Was oh no, I feel like we're going to answer this question quickly, but. Brian Jerome. Nice Hi, Brian Jerome. Says, have you found your purpose in life yet? Yes. Yeah, yeah. That's what I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, we have. And this is it, yes. Jerome. Yes, Brian. <laughs> Brian Jerome. Brian yes. Jerome. Yep, we're doing yeah. it. Um, <laughs> But he's like, what? Like, talking, playing Never Have I Ever? <laughs> yep, this is it. <laughs> you're looking at it basically baby. <laughs> basically what we did as children yeah. we get to do now yeah putting on our pretend radio show <laughs> yay we're um, famous yeah no, no helping people but what is helping your purpose people. how would you my purpose you i would summarize it with um helping helping women come into their power helping women 
um, understand that they are unique individuals and that they their vulnerability can actually benefit other people. And it takes a lot to be your unique self, no matter what. And so I help women do that. We help women do that. Yeah. Like that. I also feel like my, um, I'm like a conduit for information. So are you, Andy conduit for information, like truth telling, telling, tell it, speaking the highest truth that we know at any given moment. That's our purpose. Mm -hmm. And, um, and all the things that Ambie said is a result of that. I feel like, uh, Courtney said, Oh, I hold on to too much from the past, especially school age. Brian said, thank you. LOL. Liz. Hey ladies. Hi. Tammy says, hi. Hi. Um, what was the story you wanted to tell? By the way, everyone who's tuning in, we were, we're playing never have I ever slash asking us anything. So if you have a question, uh, ask it. This would be the time. The we time. just went through several. Go ahead, Andy. Um, okay. So I don't know why I'm sharing this, but I'm going to. I'm in high school. I had a crush on this guy. Big, big crush on this guy for like literally since the seventh grade, since I moved to California. Okay. What up, David Manning? Anyway, and <laughs> like he's listening. And, um, so my friend was like, oh my gosh, I have this class with him. And I was like, really? Can you like introduce me? Cause I actually had met him a couple times, but he never remembered me. It was a tough time. And so I was like, can you introduce me? And he's like, of course. So here's what we'll do. You're going to be at this stairwell at this time. And you're going to be walking down and we'll be walking up. And then like, I'll just stop you and we'll casually meet. I'm like, awesome. That sounds great. I kid you not, I am not exaggerating this. This stair was a cement staircase, okay? It's two flights, two flights. I'm halfway, so there's a full flight of stairs, and I see them. And I'm like, hey, and he's like, oh, hey, Emmy. And he goes to stop me, and I got too excited and slipped Fell all and the way down slid the stairs. all the way down <laughs> the staircase. And then I, I got that. up, and I ran as fast as I could. <laughs> That makes the story so much better because I have like literally an identical story, like multiple of sliding right down the stairs, right at them. It's like the she's all that moment. Have you seen that movie? She's all that where yeah. she's like coming down the stairs and everyone's like, oh my God. And she's like, oh my God. And then all of a sudden she's like. Bum, 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 bum. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hotness. And literally. no. And then so I run into him and then and, and out years later, years later. <laughs> and he goes, weren't you the girl that fell down the stairs? And then ran? Now you remember me, huh? Now you remember me? Oh, cool. so you're talking about, so people do hold on to memories. Yeah. Like, got it. I, yeah. I made the connection. Okay. Got it. So you didn't remember me before, but like no. now you do. I love it. Oh, I have so many of those horrifying memories. Oh God, it was so bad. Um, wait, I thought of something to bring up here. Just to ponder yeah. ever, just this isn't this is like a an open question so okay do you guys ever think about you and the people watching and listening do you ever think about I think I've said this before but I think about it all the time do you ever think about that like you're in okay you know how you have pictures probably up in your house of like vacations you were on with your family mm-hmm. or like your friends somewhere you know like out somewhere and there's other people in the background of the picture. Like you probably can't see them very well, but you can see like the side of their face or there's like someone, you know, there's people in the back of your picture. Mm. Do you ever think about like, wait, 
am I in the background of someone else's picture in their house? Like, you, you know what I'm saying? Like, am yeah, I in somebody's yeah. house? Just the way that, again, like you mentioned David Manning or whatever. Was that the guy's name? Yeah, no, that's his name. For right. Long, but yeah. so like, it's the same thing. Like, am I mentioned in other people's podcasts, but like, I'll never know. You know what I mean? It's mm. kind of similar thing. It's like, are, are yeah. you, is your presence like lurking around in other places that you have no idea and you'll never know? Like, how would you ever know the photo thing? A stranger was in the same place that you were and was taking a picture and you were in the background, like crying to your mom or something. And you're in the background of their favorite picture. And it's in a frame in their house, maybe blown up and you're in it. Well, like, which would be worse to you? Never coming up in anybody else's conversation or being in someone's picture or being in someone's picture and, and being in someone's conversation. Wait, never doing it? Yeah. Or? Like, so which alternative is actually worse to you in your head? No, I, oh, n- being in it and never knowing. Being in it, but never knowing? Yeah. Wait, is that the question? No. What was the question? The question is, so you have two choices. Okay. You can be another, you don't know either way. Yeah. Okay. You can be in other people's pictures and maybe you're in someone else. Maybe oh, yeah, no, was I talking wanna, about I you. Wanna, I want to yeah. be, yeah, it, I want to. Yeah. 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 Me too. For example, there's a picture in my bedroom that it's of me and my um, partner on like his, the first birthday, his first birthday that we like were celebrating together yeah. at this concert and we're like kissing and it's really cute. I look at this picture, it's blown up. And I look at it like every day, like I just, it's there. I always look at it. And I just realized that in the background is some of our best friends who we like never see also like kissing. It's like a moment that was captured of them and they're in it. And I never knew it was them the whole time. But like, I look at them every day that that moment is captured and like, I know them, but it's just, you get what I'm saying? It's like, yeah, that's interesting. They were there the whole time. Uh, wait, hold on. Okay. Lauren Laverne, hold on, we're getting to you because you have a serious question. So hold on. But Courtney said, photos of Cedar Point roller coasters always show other people. I remember one that I have with my dad and a bunch of other people. Yeah, exactly. Like, who are those people in those roller coaster pictures? And Tammy says, if you don't know, does it really exist? That's boom, Tammy. Board. Yeah, you just, I love it. It's like, if a yes. tree falls, but you don't hear it, does the sound? It doesn't it exist no, in it my mind. It doesn't. No. Okay, Lauren Laverne, Laverne, I hope I'm saying your name right. She said, how do you help someone with grief slash life struggles without shoveling positivity down their throat? I feel so guilty when no matter what I say, it doesn't seem to help. That's a really good question. Well, what I would say to you is, and and this is going to be hard to hear, but like a couple of things in my opinion, this is my opinion, okay? But a couple of things is saying to someone, I completely understand what you're going through. You don't know what they're fucking going through. It's insulting. It's insulting to say that. Like my friend that lost his wife and his kid, I have no idea what that feels like. So for, and, and for me personally, when I was in a really dark place, I don't want someone to shove positivity down my throat. You know what I want is I want someone to listen. That's it. But I think that sometimes we feel like listening isn't enough and people are also afraid of silence. Yeah. We're just, we're, we just want to fill the air, the space with talking. And sometimes the most powerful thing you could do is listen and it's okay to not be okay. Like truly when we did that episode, that's real. That's genuinely like one of the things we help people with. Like if you feel like shit, then feel like shit. It's okay. Don't live there. 
but feel your feelings right now. It's okay to feel bad. What were you going to say? I was going to say, yeah, I think you have a point with like the, um, people being afraid to have those silences. And I was thinking, well, like, where does that come from? Well, that comes from parents who were afraid to have silences or acknowledge their emotions, right? Like where emotions weren't, um, seen as positive things in the household. Like it was kind of like go about your business as usual and just pretend you don't have emotions. So, um, so yeah, I mean, I used to be so uncomfortable with this. I was that person who wanted to just shove positivity down people's throats and be like, but it's really okay, isn't it? Even though they're going some, through something really heavy and yeah. dark. And um, something that I've learned, just like Ambie's saying, is like, it's really, first of all, it's okay to not be okay. It's okay to be in a shitty place. And it's also okay to just hold space for someone. And what that means is to just literally be with them and say, I don't know what you're going through right now. I'm, but I'm here for you. And let me, what do you need? And if you don't know what you need, that's okay. I just want you to know that I'm here for you through this time and through whatever you're, you know what I mean? That's a way that someone can feel supported without feeling like smothered or like you're trying to fix. Because that's the other thing in our society. I think people really want to try to fix people. Fix everybody, and that's because. We want to feel more comfortable. It's like, well, if I can just yep. fix you real quick, if I could just make this not a problem, then I'll feel better because you, you're- Then I'll feel better. We'll feel more comfortable because like you, you won't be upset and I'll be calm and I'll be safe, you know? So you don't have to fix and I, anybody. And I think that I think that judgment plays into a big part in this too. It's not judging, honestly, it's not judging other people, but then take it to another level by it's not judging yourself. In the aspect of, did I fix them? Doesn't fucking oh, right. matter. Yeah. Right? Because you don't know. It's just like having the, the person in the background of your picture. You don't know what the is going to be. Right? So by sitting there and just allowing someone just literally share space with you could create more of that comfortable feeling and then eventually allow them to open up. They might not be ready to talk about it. She said, Lauren, who asked the question said, what if they're coming to you only because I went through this similar situation and I tried giving her the advice from my own experience. I definitely agree with all those things. I just feel so guilty when she leaves after having such a good time of us being together and goes home and loses her mind. I just want to help her feel okay alone. And Lauren, I think that this is, this is what you're saying is like, you feel responsible for her feelings and that. Because mm-hmm. what you're saying is like, I just feel so terrible when, when she's there, you feel like you can help her and you uplift her spirit, but then she leaves and then you feel like you can't control it anymore. And I think what you need to know or what I would invite you to um, consider is that you're actually not responsible for her emotions. You can share with her, you can hold space for her, but she might just need to like be in a bad space for a little bit. And I think the best thing that you could do is just let her know that you're here for her through that, that time. And that's and whatever space she's in. But this goes back to like us wanting the other person to be okay, because if they're not okay, then are we okay? You know, this is a lot about codependency. And it's codependency. Very- yeah. Oh my God. You just said it. Yeah. Yeah. And it's a very yeah, I natural was gonna also, human thing that we're dealing with. Yeah. Yeah. I was also going to say that I think that this is a really good opportunity, Lauren, to, and I mean this with love. I definitely mean this with love, but like, this is a good opportunity to look at yourself and your situation 
and ask yourself, what about this relationship do I need, right? So there's some codependency. I need her to be okay so I can feel okay. Or, and it, it is, it is a little bit different than genuinely just wanting the best for people. So feel into that because you know better than we do how you're feeling. But also I think it's an opportunity for you to look at and say, huh, is this a pattern for me? Because I know for me, I am really, I'm a big person on codependency as far as I can get very dependent upon other people very easily. I like everybody to feel okay. want everybody to feel okay. One of the ways I do that is with humor. I try to make everything funny and light and things like that. Um, and in the past, it's created some really tough situations because humor is not always appropriate, right? She so. said, uh, Lauren said, yes, I do agree. Thank you all so much. My empathic ways come out so strong sometimes. Yeah, I mean, they come out for all, like, this is what we're working through. This is what, like, humans are just starting to understand about our behavior. It's, like, it's it's not easy. It's something, it's a, it's a habit and a practice that we've been in for so long as codependent nature and so don't beat yourself up like it's it's a practice of just learning how to live more authentically you know to yourself and draw boundaries and you care about people like it, it and also you care about yourself like it's we have this all kind of tangled up in in our own well-being which is that's natural too like we want ourselves to be safe and when we were younger a lot of the time we learned that if other people around us weren't okay then we might not be okay because other people had to take care of us if our mom and dad wasn't okay how are we going to be okay so yeah you know don't beat yourself up about it and just you know just check in with yourself about it um i just checked the time and realized it's 909 and i have to edit this podcast before we i get up really early tomorrow to uh for us to fly to Denver. So And I have to pack. And you still have to pack. I have to start packing. <laughs> Please remember a shirt this time. Um we love you guys so much. I'm Thanks. just gonna let the tatas out, okay Alexa? You <laughs> can't the hold nipple. them back. Free the nipple. Cool that in Denver. They're pretty open there. Um <laughs> So thank you guys so much for watching and for listening. Um, no, no Patreons today. I'm so sorry. I'm just not bringing them up. I'm sorry. I gotta go. But shit's getting real. All right, bye really everybody. Real. Love you guys so much, and keep on blooming. Bye. If you've enjoyed this podcast, we would love, love, love it if you would give us a rating and review on Apple iTunes or wherever you get your podcast. If you'd like to get in touch for a reading with Ambie, an EFT session with Alexa, or just to say what up, we would love to hear from each and every one of you. And you can email us at innerbloompodcast at gmail.com or follow us on Instagram and Facebook at innerbloompodcast. Until next time, remember, open your heart to the seeds of love and light and bloom from within.